Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM it's good once again uh, to catch up with Professor Luke O'Neill. Luke, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. I don't know if you want to speculate on that, and indeed maybe we will at the end, um, but this Delta has now been followed in the early hours of the morning by talk of a Delta Plus. What on earth is that? Yes, well, there's talk of that indeed, PJ. That, that's another one, basically, that's slightly different to Delta very small number of cases there. I think there's three were reported. I mean, we can't keep jumping every time someone says something's changing, you know. So I think we've got to be a little bit cautious about reading those headlines, to be honest. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at that for the moment. I'd wait for more information on that, because it's very sparse, you know. I mean, the, the truth is, variants will keep cropping up. That's the way this virus is, you see. And every time it divides, there's a chance of a or you roll the dice again, you get a different one, you know. So you've got to get ready for these variants and learn to live with them in many ways. Otherwise, we're all going to go mad, aren't we? I, mean, I saw that headline as well. Like, oh, God, I said, I bet the whole country gasped when they saw Delta Plus, you know. Mm. And, and it's, I wouldn't be getting too panicky yet. It's, it's The trouble is, overall, PJ, we're still in the middle of this, you know. And it's changing day by day almost, you know. So, so it's a tricky one. How, how do you, if you're in the media, then how do you report it? Yeah. You don't want to alarm people necessarily. You want to keep them informed as best you can. So it's a really interesting time for for science and this, this sort of a whole, whole aspect of how things are changing. We are delicately poised, aren't we, Luke, in that, well, in this country, in that we are getting a handle on vaccination. There's a third of us now, a million people, fully vaccinated, and there's nearly three and a half million have at least one dose. Yep. It could move a bit faster in an ideal world, but we are getting there. Well, on the other hand, we have this worrying variant. And it's, I think we've spoken before, it's dovetailing the two. It's getting that balance right. It is, that's right. And you see, there was good news, I think about maybe 10 days ago now, in the UK, where we know uh, Pfizer and AstraZeneca give very good protection against the Delta, you know, Mm. over 90% protection of hospitalization if you've had the two doses, you know. And even AstraZeneca at one dose was given 71% protection and Pfizer was giving 90% with one dose, you know. So we know the vaccines are performing against the variant in terms of ending up in hospital and ending up getting very sick. And that's what we would have predicted, by the way. Mm. Vaccines are very good, you see, at doing this. And these are very these are, these are among the most powerful vaccines we've ever invented, you see. So, so, so you got to, I think I'll start with that. The vaccines are working. Now, what that means is we've got to get the vaccine out, of course. That's always been the mission. Yeah. There's no difference to what it was before, in a sense. Yeah. You know? But now, more than ever, get the vaccine out as quick as we can. And they are trying. I mean, I think there's 400,000 400, doses projected this week, I think, for instance, you mm. see. 
which is great. That's a great number to hit, you see. I was talking to Professor Liam Fanning from UCC yesterday on the programme, Luke, and, and he made a suggestion, and I said I'd bounce it off you. Other countries now have offer have opened their vaccination program literally to anybody over 18 should we consider that at this point i would i would i'd be extremely bullish for you this stage everything we can do to get everybody vaccinated as quickly as we can is what this game is now for definite as i say it was always that way but now with the variants cropping up uh, we have to get the vaccine as quick as we can and it's just a question of logistics i imagine now remember the hsc deserves huge credit because Mm. they have really successfully rolled out this vaccine campaign. It's amazing how effective it's been. We're number one in Europe in many ways for vaccine uptake in certain age groups. We are in certain age groups, yeah. Wow. It's 100%, 100% uptake in the over 65. It's understandable, of course, because they want to get vaccinated, obviously. It may go down as you go down to the younger ages, but, but Ireland really has performed extremely well in terms of getting... We're, we're catching up with the UK, basically. We're ahead of Denmark. You may have seen that yesterday. Yeah. So, in other words, we're doing really well. Let's just keep going. The end is in sight in many ways in terms of this vaccination campaign. Now, the second thing is, PJ, anticipate booster shots in the winter. That's a, that's a real possibility. We will, can organize will that, that be for the vulnerable, um, Luke, or would it be for us all? As in the people who would always get a flu shot because they are asthmatic or have something like that. Would it be for the vulnerable or would it yeah. be for us all? Just the vulnerable. Yeah, the reason why we're all being done is to drive the virus out completely, you see. That's why everybody is over 18 is being vaccinated to get rid of the virus. But once we've got that virus right down to tiny levels, then you just give boosters in the winter. And then remember, there's evidence that even, even, the, even the two shots might give you a year's protection anyway, you see. So, but, but to be on the safe side, and with these variants crop, and there will be more variants, you'd be sensible to plan for a booster campaign in the winter, probably starting October, November. There's even talk of putting it in with the flu vaccine and you get two for the price of one. That's very sensible. You know, so I would definitely be planning aggressively for booster shots in the winter. Uh, Mainly, again, because of these variants. We can't keep closing things down when a new variant pops up. That'll be unacceptable. And the way to stop that will be be booster shots. Is there any danger, do you think at all, Luke, that a a variant will turn up that's vaccine-proof. That's the nightmare scenario. Is there any possibility of it? It is. I mean, it is a nightmare scenario, but we just don't know. It's unlikely, let's put it that way, because we know these vaccines are working against multiple variants. So the chance of another variant cropping up to dodge it isn't very likely. It's still a possibility, however. And mm. again, the way to stop that would definitely be to get ready for that as well. In other words, track down these variants at every opportunity and then begin preparing vaccines against them, you okay. see. Because we can, we can make a vaccine against any variant quite quickly now, which is great. That, so that is that, good. That is, that is, 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 what is, it, is it like just adding to the basic framework? You just go yeah. in and, oh, right, okay. okay. Exactly. But on a 100-day turnaround. So let, let's say a new variant crops up and we can see it quickly and it looks a bit more malign than the older one, much more malign than Delta would be. Within 100 days, you'd have a vaccine available. And again, give that to the vulnerable, by the way, too. The vulnerable are the ones to protect, remember, because they're the most important in many ways. Yeah. They're the ones at risk of ending up in hospital and so on. So in other words, we, we, again, we can plan for the risk of new variants anyway already. We should be thinking ahead the whole time, basically. Yeah. Um, in terms of the... Everything else is, is one dose, or sorry, two doses, with the exception of, of Johnson & Johnson. How are they doing that? Like they, got, they got away with this, PJ, in some ways. They, they decided to do a single-dose trial, you see, and they gave it a go, I suppose is the best way to put it. And it worked. I mean, that single dose of Johnson gave a really good response, you know. And uh, the big question is, will they need a booster? 
and they may be the first ones to go for let's go for a booster in the in the winter you know because obviously the one shot may not be as good as two shots but still that vaccine has performed very well you see so mm-hmm. the, the second shot gives you more durable protection in other words go on for a lot longer you yeah. know and maybe Johnson will, be, will go off the boil a bit and they're, they're measuring that by the way I mean you can imagine now they're looking at the Johnson and Johnson one closely trying to see if, if, if the antibodies are falling and so on, if there's a risk of infection and stuff like that. So we'll find out more about yeah. that vaccine this time. For the moment, though, it's a really effective vaccine. The, the, the research is obviously ongoing all yeah. over the place. Just in terms of transmissibility, again, we're coming back to variants and, and Delta and this one we're reading about now, Delta. We're hearing that transmissibility in the open air for Delta is higher than we'd be comfortable with. Is that... Is that on your mind? Well, it's higher. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt it spreads more. I mean, it's about 60% more spreadable, if you will, transmissible. So it's gone up a lot in terms of how it spreads. And that's obviously a concern because, you know, it'll spread more readily in in a population then. But remember, PJ, the same public health measures will keep this one at bay as well. If you keep up with all the usual things of mask wearing, distancing and so on, that will work as well. This virus gets diluted massively in the air. It's not as if this this Delta can somehow escape that kind of dilution, you know? It still gets diluted in the open air. So, again, if we just keep observing public health measures, I mean, the, the, the issue of reopening then became a concern in the sense that if we all go indoors again and there's a more transmissible form, that might present certain risks. And that's why, as you would have seen, uh, the Taoiseach saying, well, we're not sure about July 5th, we're that closely, you know? That, yeah. That's why they're worried about that, because indoors is bad, remember. Outdoors is great. The usual thing, outdoors is great, indoors is bad. So again, you can see why there's a tiny hesitancy now about this new one, because it's 60% more transmissible, and that makes it more difficult to contain indoors, is the idea. But again, if you mitigate PG, if you have ventilation indoors, that works great, you know? Mm. So I guess I bet they're looking at that at the moment. And then in the next week or two, they'll be looking very closely at seeing if they can go back indoors on the 5th of July and, and yeah. I wouldn't envy them because it's a, t- it's a tough call at the moment. You know? I'll, I'll come to that one momentarily. Frank has raised the issue which I think I just discussed with you in a previous uh, chat, Luke. Sputnik, it's not been re- recognised here yet. What's happening with Sputnik? That's a good question. It's gone quiet. Yeah, I, I, there's no update on that really. haven't heard much about that. I know the EU were looking at it. The EMA were looking closely at it. It could be we've lots of other vaccine available, you see. And Pfizer now has ramped up production hugely. And by the way, as we saw a couple of months ago, they're going to start making the Pfizer one in Ireland even, you know. So clearly they're going to have loads of Pfizer, loads of Moderna, loads of AstraZeneca is there as well. We might need Sputnik, basically. So maybe they've slowed down the analysis because they figure we don't really need it, you know. Okay, okay. Now, lastly, and I I, I don't want to get into speculation, but then again, at the same time, I'm kind of asking you to do so. What do you think, Luke? Do you think that under the present circumstances, as we are here this morning, we do need to start thinking again about the 5th of July? It's, it's tricky, Peter, to be honest. I would be looking closely at it. I, every day I'm looking at the UK because, remember, the Delta is rampant over there, very widespread. There's slightly higher vaccination rates for us than us. If in the next week there's more and more hospitalizations and illness uh, with, with Delta in the UK, that'll make them more reluctant here. So it's a day-by-day basis thing in many ways, which are very hard to call at the mm. moment. Because at the moment their hospital admissions are the lowest in months. Brilliant. Yeah. It's br- brilliant, yeah. But but you see, the UK will, is like our canary in a coal mine kind of thing. You know, over the next, literally in the next two weeks, we'll see what's happened there because Delta's been running there for, for months now, you know. So we'll see what happens in the UK. And I'm, I'm optimistic. I think, remember, the vaccines are working. 
that's the great news and and, and, and the decreased risk of hospitalisation anyway. Let's just hope that trend that continues, you see. Uh, but again, you can see why they're just watching that closely and literally is in the next couple of weeks. But I would be optimistic. I think I think given that we have a high level of vaccination here already in our vulnerable group, especially given that the vaccination campaign is running really fast, you know, you might you might take a chance on July 5th, basically, with the plan as it's configured, you know. Obviously. But obviously they're, they're, they're saying, look, well, hang on. They're, they're, he doesn't want to be a hostage to fortune, does he? Does he shock in a sense? You know, so he's saying, look, we're keeping an eye on it, you know. The intention fully, though, was to reopen July 5th. I mean, that's still the situation, as far as I can see, from what they're saying. Okay, leave it there for today. And thank you, as always, that is Professor Luke O'Neill. Quartz 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.